Welcome YouTube and Facebook to Women Wednesdays. I'm Megan Timmer. I'm so happy that you're here um, and for another episode. I'm excited guys today. Hi Tyra. It's good to see you. I'm so glad that you jumped on. Wow. It's awesome seeing everybody who's jumping on and joining. Hey Diamond. No. The title is a bit funny. Yes. So the title for today is Stuck in the Friend Zone? Question mark. And um yeah, it seems kind of funny, and I know it's kind of funny, but I guess I think people ask like, oh, well, why do you always talk about relationships, right? It's been two times where I'm really passionate about marriages, and so that's kind of a theme that I talk about, and that's because that's where like I've been so passionate about, and I feel like it's a lane, and I know for a girl myself growing up, I never really found messages that taught on the basics of, of dating and then finding a man. And, and sure, you get told like, oh, he's got to love Jesus. Um, but it, there wasn't like those basic little details that actually would be very beneficial. And so it's something I'm passionate about. And every time that I like go to like, Lord, what do you want me to talk about? It's bringing, it's going back to the basics. And that's what's on my heart is going back to the basics. And that's what's important for me. And I think it's important for a lot of people in high school. I just remember that in junior high and high school, like it's great to talk about the deep things of the Lord. But until you're in a place where you can understand the basic, those deeper things don't make much sense. And and I know for me, like it, it lost me a bit. And I just would, once I was saved and then I started pressing into the deeper things of the Lord and scripture, um, I, I was just taken back. To, I, I feel like I, I fully more understood those basic things um, and could create then a foundation um, that supported and, and pushed me in those deeper things. I hope that makes sense. But um, yeah, I just, I think there's, there's questions of sometimes where, yeah, like post about relationships, post about marriage. I talk about it, dating, everything like that. And it's because I, I want to see godly marriages. I want to see good marriages because they have such an impact. And and I like those those basics on well, how do we do then dating? How do I pursue a godly relationship? How how do I do this? And and sometimes people need to just be taught that those those basic things. And so that's what I'm doing. So today, yeah, titling and I'm gonna take actually a different spin. Everyone in this world says that being in the friend zone is such a negative thing. And I'm going to, I'm going to kind of twist that y'all think might think I'm crazy. Um, but my, my thing is, are you stuck in the friend zone? Good. Stay there. And that's kind of my thing today is, is staying in the friend zone and, and what that looks like and, and building that friendship. That's, we touched on that last week of this defective dating in our world today. People have a skewed, they have like a, a uh, wrong mentality when it comes to dating. It, it's about the romance. It's about the intimacy and and that's wrong, I believe. And and that leads to broken relationships and not strong relationships and marriages. And so, yeah, taking a different spin. But why don't you guys join me in prayer before I jump in? I just want to kick us off um, coming to the Lord. So pray with me. Father, I thank you so much for this time. I thank you for this opportunity. Lord, what an honor to be able to speak about your word, to, to just bring it back to the basics and teach. Um, and, and Lord, I thank you for this, this passion and this gift. Lord, I just pray that you, I'm willing to be used as a vessel tonight. Use me, speak through me, Holy Spirit. So Holy Spirit, I thank you that there's no distance in the spirit. And so I pray right now that you touch those listenings. Everyone under the sound of my voice, Lord, I just pray a blessing over. Um, 
I just pray that they get new revelation and um, are impacted and touched. Lord, I just pray the joy right now. I just, Lord, I'm feeling your joy. And, and I have been today. I thank you for your joy, Holy Spirit. And Father, that your joy is our strength. And so I just speak that over everyone on the sound of my voice, that they feel the joy of the Lord in this, in this time. Uh, we love you in your name. Amen. It's good to see all of you guys jumping on. I'm so glad that you're here. Yeah, today I'm just, I'm in this just like a lighthearted, awesome mood. Like I love talking about this. And so, yeah, staying in the friend zone. And what do I mean by that? What do I mean by that being important? And I just want to like rewrite. I want to redefine what it means to, to be in the friend zone. The world thinks it's this negative thing where, you know, a guy puts his heart out on the line. Like, hey, I'm interested in you. I have romantic feelings. And the girl's like, no, we're just friends, you know, and I, I want to redefine kind of what it means to be in this friend zone and, and, and see and define that in a different way and in a godly way and from, from scripture and, and what it actually means and looks like to be in this, this friend zone. And, and when you're pursuing a relationship or have interest in someone or are in this pursuit of trying to find a relationship. And so, um, and my point in all of this is how to keep guy-girl relationships from getting romantic. That's where we see the issues come from when it comes to um, before marriage or even the issues that come up in marriage is starting in this, this guy-girl relationship and how it goes straight and straight into getting romantic instead of building that friendship and actually being in that friend time, friend zone. I'm just going to use the word friend zone. Um, but I, yeah, I don't mean it in like this negative, silly way. But in that time of being friends, um, keeping it from getting romantic and, and how you can do that because it's so important um, because that keeps then physical boundaries out of it. It keeps the intimacy out of it before you know that you can commit to this person. So I'm going to start off in 1 Timothy 5.2. In 1 Timothy 5.2, Paul's writing to his spiritual son, uh, Timothy, and giving him instruction. In chapter 5, it's instructions for the church. So as the body of Christ, here's some instructions on how to um, build your body and or build the body of Christ and how the people within your church should interact with one another. So starting in verse, I'll read 1 and 2. Do not rebuke an older man, but encourage him as you would a father, younger men as brothers, older women as mothers, younger women as sisters in all purity. So here we have the, the Paul writing to Timothy about here's like the different ways in which you should treat one another in the church, in your body. Do not rebuke an older man. So older men, we're, we're not to rebuke them. We're supposed to encourage them as you would your father. Uh, younger men, so for ladies, younger men as brothers. We are supposed to treat younger men as brothers, older women as mothers. Every older woman in the church, we're supposed to treat as, as a mother and younger women as sisters in all purity. Purity is so important when it comes to our relationship with the body of Christ. And that has to be the first and foremost. That's got to be the front. And I talked about that um, a couple messages ago. Talked about purity and the importance of that as ladies. And in a bit of a different light in terms of what we wear, how we dress, how we present ourselves, how we speak. But it's also how we act. We act in purity towards one another. And that's so important in the body of, of Christ and in the church that with older men, with, with older women, with younger men and younger women, we're supposed to treat treat each other as brothers and sisters in all purity. And, and, and so what does it look like to have that purity? And I believe part of that is that physical purity, not crossing over the, those boundaries or those lines, right? People have that thing of 
well, how close can I get to the line without going over it? And I, I want to just like erase that way of thinking how we should want to pursue holiness. There, it, there's no line that you cross. It's not like, oh, the line is having sexual intercourse and that's the line for how far I can go physically in a relationship. No, it should be about holiness and, and pursuing treating men and women as brothers and sisters in all purity. That's the focus. That's the goal is treating them with purity, our brothers and sisters, not this how far can I push. It's, it's keeping purity and holiness as the forefront and how we treat people in the body of Christ because that's how the church is supposed to run and and that's important so number one that's just kicking off but number one in terms of um staying in the friend zone or, or, or redefining this idea of what it means to be in the friend zone um number one is understanding the difference between friendship and intimacy and i pulled this quote from c.s lewis which i think is really good and then going to kind of talk about it in terms of biblical side of things but um as, as people, we picture love face-to-face, -face, right? When a man and a woman get married, usually they stand face-to-face, hand-in-hand, because they're in love. They're facing each other, um, and, and their eyes look towards each other. But then when we picture friends, we picture friends standing side-by-side. Side. Their eyes look ahead. And, and that's, that's what you should define is the difference between friendship and intimacy. Intimacy is when two individuals are turned and they're looking at each other. Their focus is on each other, right? Paul talks about that, about how he um, encourages people about singleness. Because when you're married, you have to start thinking about your husband and pleasing your husband, pleasing your wife. But when you're friends, your eyes can look somewhere else. They can be focused on Jesus. They can be focused on pleasing the Lord. And so... Yeah, we picture love as this face-to-face -face thing. And and so when we when we cross over into that that relationship or that romantic feeling, um, we we turn our eyes and we begin to like look at that other person instead of keeping our eyes on Jesus. But when we stay friends with someone, with our a brother or sister in Christ, our we're side by side and our gaze is still forward. It's it's not about it's about, hey, I'm, I'm aware of who's next to me. I'm, I'm aware that we're, we're going. But friendship, the key to friendship is a common goal or object on which both companions focus. And, and so that's the key to having friendship and not intimacy is, is you're side by side, but your gaze is looking forward. Your eyes are on Jesus, right? The, the Bible says, fix your eyes on Jesus, the author and perfecter of your faith. That's where, that's where your gaze has to be. Um, you can have your friend, you can be doing it together, but when you get into that, that cross that line of friendship to intimacy, instead of, I can't really folk do this much on camera. I'm very like, my hands are, I like, what's, there's like, do they say French people talk a lot with their hands? <laughs> I'm not French, but I just seem to like be very, I don't know. Anyways, but when, when you're in a friendship, right, you're, you're going this way. This is what you're facing. Your, your focus is on a common goal. But then when you get, you find someone, it's like, oh, we're going to get intimate. You all of a sudden turn and you've got to focus on pleasing them. What, what do I need to do to please them and, and serve them and, and pour out to them? And so your, your, your gaze is different. Your, and when your gaze is different, your whole body turns with it. And, and so you're, you're shifting from actually what you might be, call, be called to. And so the key to keeping in the friend zone, which, which is good is having a common goal on which both of you can focus. And, and ideally, and first and foremost, it has to be Jesus. Both of you have to be looking forward at Jesus and, and, and his, and then second, the call, individual call on both of your lives. And, and that's, so for women, I think about when you get married, you then submit to your husband. And so you, you then 
your calls have to align and you've got to know this is what his call is. I can come and submit under that and support him. But until that moment, you've been given a call. You've been given a, a passion and, and a direction that the Lord wants you to go in. You need to be focused on that. Um, I heard this. This is something that like I have kept in my mind for so long. I think someone told me this in high school, actually, one of my mentors when I was in high school, they said, you've got to run the race with like those, you know how horses wear those things where they put blinders up on the sides of their face. Um, I'm not a horse person. So I apologize for those of you who are that and probably know what these are called, but it keeps the horse's gaze forward so that they're not distracted or get spooked by things going on around them that will distract what they're, what they're supposed to do their mission. So they put these blinders. And so I was told you've got to run this race towards Jesus, towards, towards your call with your gaze on Jesus, on the Lord, on the mission, on the call he's given you with these blinders up. So you're not distracted, right? When you're running like this, all of a sudden it'd be like, oh, cute guy. He's like, oh, potential, oh, potential. And you get so distracted about what's going on around you that you can't actually focus on running forward and straight and, and, and on Jesus. So you've got to run with those blinders up. So your focus is them. And then at, at, at a moment, the Lord is going to say, hey, turn or, or, or look to your right, look to your left. And, and you're going to turn and there's going to be a guy or girl running just as hard and just as fast in the same direction. Um, there. And the Lord says, that's him, that's her. And then all of a sudden what you realize is you grab hands, you're still focused on that way, but now you're doing it together. Your calls, your, your, where your focus is, has been, has been the same direction. You're running the same race. And then all of a sudden the Lord makes uh, each other, you, you make yourself the Lord. I can't speak English. The Lord reveals both of you to each other and you realize, wow, we're going the same direction. And now we can do it side by side, but yet still run the same direction. It's not like, oh, he says, look, oh, he, my my husband's running that direction. I, I got to go follow him. No, 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 no. That's not how it works. The, the, the guy, the, the man, the woman you're married to has to be running in that same direction, that same, that same goal or focus. I'm not saying you're doing the same thing. I'm not saying the calls are the exact same thing, but they're calls in which you can still run side by side and maintain that friendship, right? Friendship is side to side with a common goal. You guys have a common goal together that you're focusing on. So your focus is with each other, but it's not on each other. It's, it's, it's what the common goal is. And, and you're both looking that way. Don't look opposite directions. If you're looking opposite directions, you're, you're going to be pulled further and for, further away. That's more about relationships. But um, as I, as I stressed before you, and I have over and over, if you can't commit, you can't get intimate. Intimacy is so amazing and important. And, and, and it's, it's there and it's created But it's it's not, it's for the context of marriage. And so it, it comes with commitment. Intimacy takes commitment. And so just that whole idea of number one, when it comes to that idea of staying in the friend zone and it being a good thing and it being okay is understanding the difference between friendship and intimacy. They are much different, much different. And that doesn't mean you can't um, get a deeper friendship, right? I was studying today about how you know, you start a friendship and then when you, when there's progress, you get a deeper friendship, but there's still not that intimacy. There's not the romance that comes for engagement. When there's, when there's a clear direction made of like, Hey, I'm going to pursue you. That's when that comes. But until then it's, it's understanding the difference. You can be friends with someone without being intimate with someone. And so that's number one. Number two, and this thing of being 
in the friend zone, the importance of that and how to stay in that friend zone. Number two is be inclusive, not exclusive. And so this whole concept of, of, of being inclusive of those around you, when it, when it comes to friendships, right? When you don't have, you have like, the best way to say it. like friend groups, right? You talk about friend groups and just doing life together. It's, it's the body of Christ having that include the body. There's supposed to be unity in the body and, and, and there's, and we're meant to build one another up and stir each other up and your most holy faith. And so being inclusive of your church when it comes to, uh, uh, when you start a relationship, when you, when you want to start a relationship, when you want to go in that direction, be inclusive and not exclusive. And lastly, I just have three today. So I'm a little bit shorter, but seek opportunities to serve, not to be entertained. And today in society, right, when, when you enter into that romantic relationship, it's, it's constantly looking for, for ways to be entertained, whether that be, um, emotionally, physically, or just your like, uh, fleshly self being entertained. So that's the focus, right? It's, it's, Hey, date night. What are we going to go do tonight? What's entertaining for us? Like, Hey, we're, we're, it's date night. What are we going to go do? Like let's movies, mini, like it's about your entertainment. It's, it's not about service and it should be because service is one of the best ways that you can get to know the character of someone how this person submits the authority over them, how they submit to serving the Lord, how they submit to serving those around them. If they even are committed to, to serving and, and, and going after that, it's probably one of the best ways to actually get to know someone. And, and so if you're in this, this friend zone, great, stay in it, which sounds crazy, but I'm just stay in that area and serve, seek opportunities to serve with maybe this brother or sister that you have an interest with, or you could see potential because you can get to know someone way more by going and serving with them than you can with going to the movies with them or, um, going mini golfing with them. When you go and serve together at somewhere, you get to know them on, on a much deeper level, uh, without there being any sort of temptation for romantic, um, boundaries being crossed when you're just serving and in service, you find good friendship, right? Like there's, when you go serve, there's, there's other people around. It's fun. Like, I just thinking of like, these are like, we not, example wise, like, okay, going to a soup kitchen or whatever and, and making or serving at your church. Let's say they have a kid's night and you get to be in charge of doing the kid's service and, and you just get to have a Holy Ghost blowout. How much fun is that with someone that you would be uh, interested in? For I mean, for me, that sounds like the most fun thing to go do in the world is, is to go serve with someone that you would want to serve with the rest of your life. And, and that's how we really get to know people in a, in a deeper way. Um, flip with me to Romans 12. And I'm going to end with this. Romans 12, verse 10 through 11. Love does... Is this right? Oh, this is right. This is talking about, um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what I was looking for, but I think I wrote it down wrong, which is kind of unfortunate because I don't remember what it was. That's okay. It was something about service. <laughs> and now that I open up, this is like about love does no wrong to a neighbor. Therefore, love is the fulfilling of the law. Besides this, you know, the time, the hours not come for you to wake from sleep for salvation is near. That's okay. 
It's about love, which is great. But I had something about service and just this serving your brothers and sisters and the importance of service. And I think the reality is, is if you ride, read your Bible, you know the importance of service and, and, and how we're called to that service of each other, service of the kingdom of God, serving the kingdom of God. And, and so that's what's important. And that's how you get to know someone. And so those were just the quick three things that I want to hit on today of this idea of, oh, you, you're in this friend zone and the world thinks it's such a bad place to be, but what a, an amazing place to be. Because, um, you can develop a friendship. It's so important is developing friendships with someone. And so just focusing on keeping your eyes fixed, seeing friendship as your side to side, your side to side, pursuing the same goal, the, the a common goal. Um, and, and that's your focus is, is your eyes are forward. And then two, being inclusive and not exclusive and, and keeping accountability there. And, and how much fun is that when you're with a group of people going and doing something and how much better that is. Um, and then also seeking opportunities to serve, um, not to be entertained. No, thank you. Sorry. No, it's okay. Someone was helping me out. DJ was helping me out with some scripture, which is so good, but it wasn't what I was looking for. Um, but that's okay. Um, service. It's so important and so good. And that's where you can actually get to know someone really well. So three little points. Hope that encourages you. Just this idea of like, how can, how can I, if I'm just going to be friends with someone, how can I actually get to know them? You know? And I think that's the idea is people assume, oh, you don't date or you don't date, but then how in the world do you get to know someone very easily? And so I just want to encourage you guys and try to get you to rethink um, this idea of pursuing a, a husband or a wife and finding that and, and how staying in the friend zone is not a bad thing. And, and you can develop deep friendship with the other person through it. Um, and so that's what I have. I'm going to end our time in prayer. Father, I thank you so much for today. Father, I just thank you for um, my brothers and sisters. I thank you for their willingness and their hearts to, to be hungry and to learn and to grow. Father, I just pray that you bless them. Father, I thank you for this this passion of, of going back to the basics and, and going back to these little things that help uh, help us understand that the godly way to, to pursue one another and, and pursue one another in love and to develop these relationships that actually represent Jesus, you and your relationship with your church and how we can uh, be the body of Christ and be a pure spotless bride. Father, I just pray right now for a pure spotless bride. I pray for every individual listening. I just speak purity over them. Speak, uh, just a, a washing away of their sins, a washing away of, of any burden that they might be feeling. Lord, I just thank you for my brothers and sisters. And I just pray a blessing over them. Father, I pray for any, I pray against any spirit of insecurity, any spirit of lust, um, of comparison. Be gone now in the name of Jesus. Any spirit of fear, be gone now in the name of Jesus. Father, I thank you for this time. Holy Spirit, I just ask that you uh, you touch everyone under the sound of my voice, that they would feel the love of the Father tonight. They would feel your love. Father, I pray that you would just reveal callings. Give each woman and man a focus that they can run, that they can keep their eyes fo uh, fixed on. 
and, and they can look towards that. They can run towards that. Thank you, Father, for this time. We love you in your name. Amen. Amen. Well, thanks, you guys, so much for joining. Um, I had a great time. I just pray that this blessed you even a little bit shorter. Um, yeah, it was, it was on my heart. So I just pray that I, I know. I know that someone needed to hear that. Um, now we're going to give you just a quick time to give. And so um, if it's you've been impacted or you have it on your heart to give, um, I just ask that you be obedient to that. And so we're going to throw up the ways to give right now. Um, we have a lot of fun things coming and we want you to be a part of them. And so um, consider giving. I'm going to read some of the comments over here because they're funny. Bernice, you can't even talk during the movie. Do you believe a man and a woman can even be friends? Because I find it trappy. Yeah, absolutely. I believe. Sorry. Yeah. Thanks for taking those down. I'm going to answer some questions. Um, someone just asked, do you even think a man and woman can be friends? Yes. I have a lot of friends with my brothers in Christ and, uh, sure. Like there's, there's, you have to create boundaries. So would I ever be alone with a brother in Christ? One of my friends that are a guy? No. Um, because yeah, there is like that boundary. So you still have to create boundaries within your friends as brother, your brothers and sisters, your friendships. Um, but you most definitely can have, uh, friends with guy girl relationships as well. So Brady, good word. Thank you for joining. It's good to see you. He said, you can't even talk during the movies. Amen. How would you get to know somebody in the movies? Because you can't even talk to them. That was a good little thing. Thanks, Brady. All right. Going back to the ways to give, if you want to give, uh, Facebook and YouTube, the options are popping up now. If you're on Instagram listening, just uh, go ahead and listen. I'll read off the, the ways that you can give. Um, number one is going to our website. Our website is wearelivinglove.org forward slash give dash now dash one. So just hop on over to our website, wearelivinglove.org. For those of you on you, uh, not YouTube, Instagram, and you, there's an option to give on there. You can give at on Cash App, dollar sign, we are living loved. PayPal at We Are Living Loved, or you can text to give. You can text the number 855-760-2241. So good. Thank you guys so much for joining. Um, Bless you guys. And I just pray you have an amazing rest of your week and a fantastic night or morning or whenever you're watching this, a blessed day. I love you all. And we'll see you next week for another episode of Women Wednesdays. Bye guys. <laughs>